Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Stagecraft, Variety's theater podcast, bringing you backstage and behind the scenes with the stars, creators, and industry leaders on Broadway and on the nominations list for the 2022 Tony Awards. I'm your host, Gordon Cox. On this episode of Stagecraft, I'm talking to the ensemble of performers who play the six thoughts in A Strange Loop, the musical that's leading the theater awards season race this year with 11 Tony nominations with book, music, and lyrics by one of my guests on a previous episode of Stagecraft, Michael R. Jackson, A Strange Loop is about a young black gay man writing a musical about a young black gay man writing a musical. And on stage, all of his conflicting thoughts, desires, ambitions, and self-loathing are depicted by a tight ensemble of six performers, each of whom gives a unique, distinct performance that's full of individuality while also working together as a dynamic, seamless whole. Among the show's 11 nominations are featured performer nods for John Andrew Morrison and for L. Morgan Lee, who's become the first openly transgender performer to be nominated for a Tony Award. Now, here in the virtual studio with me to tell their individual and collective stories are Morrison, Lee, and the four other performers who make up A Strange Loops ensemble. That's right, we've got all six of them all at once. It might be chaos, but it's going to be fun chaos. So buckle in. And join me for a kiki with Antoine Hopper, James Jackson Jr., L. Morgan Lee, John Michael Lyles, John Andrew Morrison, and Jason Vesey. Hi, Thoughts. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Gordon. Hi, Gordon. So we're recording this episode a few days before it comes out. And for you right now, it is at the end of what I'm guessing has been a pretty wild week for you all. It started with you know, at 9 a.m. on Monday morning with, uh, you know, the show you're in getting 11, 11 Tony nominations. Tell us a little bit about kind of what the week's been like for you. How y'all doing? <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> I 
I'll start. Sure. I mean, I the week has been crazy. Um, I, I, I mean, if we're, if we're being very honest, I got a very bad sinus infection uh, this past weekend. So Monday, Monday morning, we get the nominations, which were crazy, and I was screaming and crying all morning and falling apart. <laughs> yes, um, congratulations, El Morgan. By the way, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, and then we get back in, do the show on Tuesday. Wait, did we do anything on Tuesday, today? I forget. It's oh, all man. starting to blur together to me right now. Um, but yeah. yesterday we had a mammoth day where yes. we we started the day with uh, started the day for for a, f- a few of us with like the meet the nominees situation that happened where it was like this huge press junket. Um, and mm-hmm. then ran straight from there to all of us had to sound check at Seth Meyers. Um, and then ran from there to, I spoke on a panel um, with some of the touring uh, roadshow Broadway League folks um, with uh, the writer of Thoughts of a Color Man and mm-hmm. another playwright named Larissa who wrote the Thanksgiving play. Um, So we did that panel, ran from that panel back to Seth Meyers to take Seth Meyers um, and (laughs) then then came back to the theater. So because I was still suffering with the sinus infection, I was out yesterday, um, but everyone else's day continued on to also have to do the show on top of that. It's like the, the week has been nuts because we're doing so many things during the day, like full day schedules, and mm-hmm. then having to add the show, the eight show week on top of that. So it's it's like we're doing two. a lot of things other than the show. Yeah, and uh, tell us more about that, uh, James. What's the um, how do you then summon the energy to then do the show? <laughs> I will let you know when I find it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like uh, adrenaline is, is a thing. Um, rest I hear is a mm-hmm. thing. Um, so maybe one day that'll be added to the, to the, um, di- to the medication I'm taking, <laughs> but I don't know. I think it's all adrenaline yeah. right now. It's all, um, keeping us going. It's really exciting yeah. stuff and it's really cool stuff that we've never gotten to do before. So to get to do it is really mm-hmm. this cool, lovely whirlwind blessing thing, but my bed was so comfortable this morning in a way that it hasn't been. <laughs> and it was just <laughs> like, oh, I could stay in this. I really could just lay here. There's no need for me to get out of this thing. And yet I'm out of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's all adrenaline, but it's good adrenaline. Blessed good adrenaline. I will say I <laughs> have never watched the Tony announcements before. Mm. Um, they're at like 9am. Like I've always watched the Tony Awards, but the announcements, I didn't know that was a thing until I watched Smash for the first time during the pandemic, because that's, I guess, what everyone did during the pandemic. And I was like, that's how I learned about it. And I was like, wait, the Tony announcements are a thing? So I like, even though I should have like kept sleeping, I like had my phone by my bed and I was like, okay, I'm going to set my alarm for 8.55. I'm going to like roll over and just watch from my phone. Mm-hmm. But I like woke up and then I was just like really excited. It was like giving Christmas morning. So I just like ran to my living room and like put it on the big screen. and was just sitting there and it was just like, what? It was like maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so quick and so bizarrely local and small. Yeah. Um, but I never so watched them either. 
They didn't pertain to us, I, so I just I didn't. Like, there's no watch way it. that many people tune in. It must be no. like a hundred people. Four, there were there were four thousand people. No, there were four thousand people on when I when I went on at like when I got on at eight fifty five. Four thousand. Also, too, also too, they're a little bit. They're usually a little bit more formal, where someone's in front of a camera reading names. This felt a little scripty and like a moment. It was totally it was scripted. Curated. More than yeah. it, more more than more, more than any other situation. Yeah. Usually, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like here are the names. It's also so crazy. Right. I'm it's also true. like it was only fifteen minutes, but like there was so much, there was so much emotion packed. Yeah, fifteen minutes. Like my name. Well, I knew so thought many people. Was like really attacking. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was screaming and like crying and howling. Like it sounded like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was trying yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm there was shouting. About it and I was like, I'm, I'm not going to watch. I'm just, I'll, I'll wait and hear what happens later. And it was like my spirit at 8.30 was like, like How long did literally that last? at 8.30, my spirit was like, get out of this bed. <laughs> it was really cool. It was very cool. Yeah, I was just going to ask what it was like hearing the words A Strange Loop and for some of you, your names and uh, in the announcement. It was awesome to like it's in so many categories. I knew so many mm. people. So not even just our show. It would just felt like, oh my God, all of these people who've been in this business forever, I'm watching this thing that I've never watched because it has in no way ever pertained to me. And I'm hearing the show I'm in. I'm hearing friends of mine. I'm here I'm literally hearing like hearing dreams come true. Was <laughs> like so it was like a constant screaming and a lot of crying. The dog was going crazy. There was just, there was a lot going on, but it was really right. such a thrill to see yeah. so many names in so many categories, not just our show. Even it was just like, so, so many people that I, I couldn't believe I knew someone, multiple people in every category mm. that was being mentioned. And that I was mean, such I, like a, a really cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> only woke up to hear our show. I didn't really care about anyone else. Full disclosure, um, and and I didn't. And um, but but I actually woke up to watch it because I kind of assumed or hoped upon hope that the show and lyrics and things like that would happen. I truly woke up to hear to to hear two names, and I'm glad I did. That's the only reason why I woke up at that time. I was just crossing fingers and hoping and ready to rage. <laughs> if one of them wasn't nominated and they both were. So I was thrilled about that. Um, My tears first started when they said, John Andrew Morrison. Mm-hmm. I, that's when I Same. lost Same. That, yeah. Because I've been like, just like, it's like one of those things where it's like, I I mean, we, it's it's like, it's, how do you say it without sounding like, like snooty about your show? But like, I know like you we just sort say of it. knew that the piece we're doing is good. And we, so we sort of expected almost that like the show itself would be, received in a certain way so like it wasn't a surprise when you know michael was nominated yeah. for like you know music and like, like that was not the surprise it was the but truly when they when they got to john andrew morrison mm. that's when i was like oh my god this is this yeah. is and then like two yeah. only minutes later <laughs> did then he, i saw the l pop up and then i screamed <laughs> And like, yeah. thank God it was me and not somebody else because that would have been a really awkward moment. Laura <laughs> <Osmond>. <laughs> I want to call Laura, Laura Benanti and be like, hey girl. I mean, but the, but, 
But the thing is, Gordon, too, specifically, if I can call out John Andrew Morrison, I don't know one person who, when they joined the show or the production and heard or saw John Andrew Morrison do that number for the first time, didn't think. Well, okay. you've been telling me I okay. was going to get a Tony nomination for five So that's why this, that, that's why this motherfucker owes me money now. You've been saying it for years. Um, I, I honestly was like, yeah, you owe me money. Oh, okay. It's coming. Um, I was. <laughs> I, I really didn't want to hope too much it's about coming. it. I really didn't. And I was like, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And all is going to be. And my friend Tom, I have a, a friend Tom who's just very, very wise. And um, and the the day before, he was like, "Hey, baby, it's okay. You're going to be okay if you get it. You're going to be okay if you don't get it. And it's okay if you want it." And I was like, "Oh." Oh, and at that moment, I was like, I think I want a nomination. And so, you know, the whole thing of like, oh, I'm not going to watch this. I'm going to play. Like my spirit then at 830 was like, you're good now, but you're going to watch. You're going to watch and you'll be okay. And, and the first person who called on, on FaceTime was Tom and he was just in tears. And then I just burst into tears and, and then the phone didn't stop ringing for the rest of the day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's then, beautiful. L. Morgan, your nomination is historic in a um, in a in a real way. Did that uh, did that hit you at the moment? Did you even were you too busy screaming for it to um, <laughs> for that to register I, or I, what? Uh, no, I think on some level, like that is the bigger reason of what I was screaming is mm-hmm. that it's crazy that it's it's. Like I keep saying, it's all bigger than us. This show is bigger than us. The impact that it's going to have is bigger than us. And like, I'm still, I'm still fully wrapping my feet around like the excitement of being able to be on Broadway. Um, mm-hmm. So like, getting to actually just be standing on the stage and the ha- to have that finally have happen, and getting to have that meeting that you've sort of dreamed of having. Um, so the nomination, like knocked me over and like because the thing is like there had been i'm the dork that was looking at everything i'm the dork that was like looking and reading and seeing all the like predictions and like what people were thinking and what they were going to say oh, yeah. i was like i'm not going to get myself crazy about this but how can i not because my name is popping up in predictions and like what if this happens like that would be so cool and like i i don't even know how to take that so then that morning it was like Okay, I tried to remember you, Jam. You told me what your friend told you, and I was like trying to remember that you're going to be okay either way. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But part of me was like, <laughs> God damn it! Like y'all, like this, like this is a big. Not even just for me, but like this is such a big deal for like so many people. If 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 you can, if you could make that happen, like it's going to make somebody else feel like they can. It's going to make somebody else feel like it's even a possibility to exist in this business in a way that you can be seen or recognized. Um, So to see them do it, that's, I think, the thing that made me um, sort of let like a primal scream of some sort because it was like, oh, my God, like I can feel the shift from just that little that little moment in time caused like a shake in the ground in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You were all in the. Playwrights Horizons cast uh, back yes. in 2019 when the show premiered, but you, many of you uh, have been involved in the project, attached to the project for quite a bit longer. And I wonder mm-hmm. if you could just do a quick rundown from each of you about when you joined and kind of 
what the show even was at that time because you know the show has grown and changed over the years as i understand it so um antoine i feel like i we haven't heard from you much um when did you join the project i joined the year that trump was elected it was <laughs> the musical theater factory um workshop in which mm -hmm. barbara whitman our head producer also came on board so that would be right. october 2016. Mm -hmm. wow yeah and you, what were you doing at the time? You were acting and performing and I think stuff? I had just completed, um, yeah, I was working at New York Theater Workshop in the box office. I believe we were doing David Bowie's show. <laughs> I remember that. Um, and mm -hmm. um, I had just completed Smokey Joe's Cafe. And by the grace of God, I was leaving the Ritz Club and Michael R. Jackson stopped me, I swear to you, he stopped me. And he said, you're Antoine Hopper. And I said, well, who are you? And he said, I'm Michael Jackson, the living one. I swear to you. And he says, I just was speaking to uh, Miss Alfalter about you. And I got your information from Jason. Or he said something to that extent. And he said, there's a reading and I have a rehearsal and it starts tomorrow. And you should be getting an email. And literally as he ascended into the air, I got an email. And it was for me to show up the next day. Yes, um, I never heard this. Yes, that's the crazy story. Um, and and I talked about it with him, but that's how it happened. And the next day, and that's the day I texted you, Jason, like, oh my God, Jason, thank you so much. And um, mm -hmm. and I just, um, it's a blessing, so. And Antoine, I so always say that nothing good ever happens at the Ritz after midnight, <laughs> and you have just debunked oh, and it, that. And it was after midnight? <laughs> oh, and at the Ritz. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> debunked. And, and so, Jason, then you must have been on, on board before 2016, then, if you yeah, had recommended. I joined. I joined in April. Um, uh, I was informed by Michael, actually, 10 years to the day on opening night wow. is when I uh, joined mm -hmm. 10 wow. years ago as uh, Thought Five. I was recommended to Michael from a mutual friend. And um, he sent me an email saying, hey, can you come out audition for me? And he sent me like 12 YouTube links of all of his songs. And he's like, watch them, watch them, watch them, watch them, watch them. And I was like, all right. And I watched them and I was just like, why is he so pressed? Like, <laughs> why, you know, so I, so, so, so I get to this rehearsal room at NYU um, and it's Michael and we sit down and we talk and um, I actually ended up never singing for him. Um, he was basically like vetting me and trying to maybe see like my energy because up to that point he had experienced a lot of people kind of basically dropping out on him day of mm -hmm. the concerts last mm -hmm. minute because they were either on a journey where they were ready, ready to confront some things for themselves. At the time, there were some songs and moments that talked about a specific casting oh, director yeah. in, in New York City. So a lot of people were afraid of um, messing up their career. Um, I was crazy, so I wasn't really crazy. I wasn't really concerned about messing up my career by mentioning that person's name. So I was like, hell yeah, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And that's how it happened. And from, from that point up until 2016, I was... I'm gonna call it now a version of Thought Six. Yeah. Um, and then I went and did a gig and then that's when um, Antoine came in and uh, you know answered all their questions for that part. And the rest is history. Right, right. 
Okay, and so who's been with the show the longest then? Jam. Me. Uh, you're oh, all yeah. pointing, John, but, okay. Uh, yeah. John Andrew. <laughs> Hi. Um, yeah, John Andrew. So, yeah. <laughs> so Michael and Molly Hager were the ones who, because as I, I know I've been singing periodically for a while, but I couldn't remember when. But it was um, mm-hmm. October 1st, 2008 um, was the first time I performed mm-hmm. periodically. And it was for a cabaret. Michael has these wonderful, like, trunk songs. These just one-off songs that are really brilliant. He used to do these um, cabarets called the Dirty Laundry Cabaret. Um, and we were doing it at mm-hmm. Ars Nova. And he asked me to sing the song. And at the time, he was um, a bit shy about public speaking. Now he is not. And so he asked me to... Um, <laughs> Now, he asked me if I would read some <laughs> voicemails from his mom in between uh, the songs, and um, I did, and um, so that was before there was a show, and then um, I think Playwrights Realm was the first thing that happened, and that was a very, very different version of the show. There was a white woman in the show, there was a white man in the show, there was, you know, um, a black cis woman in the show, um, so it was a it was a whole other experience. And um, when Bracket came on board, um, apparently he kept going. Well, why why do you have John Andrew do the mother? And he kept pressing Michael about that point. And um, uh, and then that was when they he suggested. Well, what if it was all black queer bodies um, in the in in the show? And apparently that opened some stuff up for Michael. And then when Musical Theatre Factory Mm -hmm. started at the porn studio, I was invited back um, along with some of these people here and walked up the four flights of stairs in the cold studio and began this process. Yeah, when when was that for, uh, I guess, James, you were there as well? Yeah. For that? 2015. 2015. as well, L. Morgan? Yeah. 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 Freezing. Yeah. That was my first time too. And, mm. yeah. and John John Michael, when did you when did you join? I joined I think it was two thousand and nineteen mm-hmm. um for the mm-hmm. last reading that the mm. show did before it went into production at Playwright. Wasn't that's two thousand and I had heard about it wasn't forever. It? Was it 18? I think it was it the end of 2018. Oh, I've been saying that was wrong it? and all the did you, it was did you the last one? Yeah, it was January. Did you do the last no. two? No, no, the last two. I only did I only Wait. did one reading at Playwrights, January. and then I did the yeah. choreography lab. Well, damn. No, oh, okay. So you really want us <laughs> Yo, that reading, if the, if the production came up in the summer of 2019, that one that John Michael did was in September, and that was September of 2018. Oh. There we go. Right. Before we went to playwrights. Yeah. Right. There we go. Yeah, it had to be. But because, yeah. Well, because there I remember, you have it. Yeah, because I remember there was, cause, because Lyles' track had a couple different people in it right before Lyles. Mm-hmm. And like, for some of us, there was a little bit of a like, well, wait a minute. We we like, we love Lyles, but we liked the last person. So now Lyles has to prove why yeah. Lyles should be here. But he proved it right uh, away. And then, and then Lyles did that. And then Lyles did that reading. Like, it was like, for me, I was like the first day of rehearsal. Like, we, we sang through one thing and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. he's toned. Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yes. Because until then, I was like, who's this? Ah! 
who is this one? And I'm just gonna be <laughs> no, I'm gonna be upfront about it. The person was Reese. Reese was in your part before. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. And now Reese is also a part of um the strange strangely family. Our company here on Broadway. Yeah. John Michaels of a feather. John Michaels of yeah. a feather. That is true. That is true. And Elijah. Wasn't Elijah three? Um He was a three was... or yeah, he was a three. Mm-hmm. There's a whole, there's like there's not a lot of people who yeah. have played these parts in the history in the I lore. I feel bad, yeah. John Michael. Continue. I'm yeah. sorry. What were you, you were you done? <laughs> no, that's the story. Y'all told it better than I could. Because like I showed no, up, no, no, I didn't no. know anybody. I was like, I'm just here, like whatever. Y'all had a full. Arc, we had been there you know for a very saying? long time. Right. Can, can I say? I was one Gordon, of those people. John Michael does have the distinction. John Michael does have the distinction of being the only voice to have ever touched all of Michael's pieces. Michael's shows are so specific and so unlike Mm -hmm. anyone else. And so, like, after you do just one developmental process with Michael, I'd be shocked if you aren't extremely curious as to what (laughs) the fuck else are you working on? Because, like, (laughs) your mind is so specific. And so with each opportunity, I was just so like, whoa, you are so wildly singular because all of his pieces are so fascinating and so unique. And with each concept, I'm like, even in development, even in the early stages, like I've, I've been in one of Michael's pieces where it was just a treatment. Like it was a one page. Like, I think the story goes like this. And even then I was like, (laughs) this is so fascinating. How did your brain arrive at this place? Oh, weren't you in that early white girl in danger? What it becomes where Mm. there wasn't really a script. And yes! it was just like, and that's going to be in production. Here's what happens in this scene. <laughs> the improv. Do something. Like that's amazing. Yes! It was giving plot. It was giving plot and like song ideas. Wow. And like now it's like it has grown so yeah. much. And like how he's able to to execute that kind of storytelling growth all on his own. Not that like it's collaborative and that you're working with a director and actors and a team, but like as a writer. That, like, nucleus of an mm-hmm. idea is going from, like, birth to conception just from his own mind. Well, I think that's why he... And that's I, really special. I think that's the soap opera thing in him. Like, he does... I keep... There's elements in mm. A Strange Loop that are very soap opera written. And I think he's good at mm-hmm. keeping little tiny stories going for so long. And if you can get on the ride and just do your job on the ride, like, you can be there for it. <laughs> But it's, his brain is utterly yeah. fascinating. He, as If you look at something, yes, like, how do you write that? Yeah. How do you come up with that as an idea to write? Because I would never be able to keep, be able to keep track of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the way he's able to take, like, what would otherwise be just an exciting plot. But then he's like, okay, next step <laughs> is how do I add, like, the icing on the cake being my own, like, personal meta exploration of a concept so it's not just that things are happening it's like how can i how can i make this about my human existence Mm -hmm. and my human journey Mm -hmm. and add that meta layer onto this story Mm -hmm. like it's not just a story happening there's like you can see him as a writer and as a human going on his own life journey as the piece is happening and you can like chart that through his pieces it's not just plot yeah it's like so much, it like lifts itself outside mm-hmm. of it. 
Antoine, I feel like you looked like you were about to say I was say going to say a random fact about Lyles. I, we did a show a year before he joined. It was at the Atlantic, and I had mentioned to him, there's a show called A Strange Loop that you should audition for. Do you remember that? <laughs> so it was crazy when... I do. I was like, I oh, do. my God. Just crazy. Yeah. Little known. Well, and speaking of, none of us auditioned, right? No. Praise God. I know, because I think if we did, we probably, <laughs> wouldn't, have gotten, no, we probably wouldn't have gotten the part. <laughs> There was no. I think we all did. No we all did because secretly, that. I know if I had fucked up, they would have all been like, "No," and that's why I was really like, "Hi, everyone." But that's not an <laughs> yes, audition. I did. I did what I I had been told for all of this time. There's this guy, Michael R. Jackson. He writes these songs that are too much. They're too out there. They're offensive. You'll probably never get hired again if you do them. So me. I was like, I must sing all of this stuff immediately. So when he asked me, because yes, someone dropped out because they were too afraid, I was like, I will be there at two. And I showed up ready. I had rehearsed. I had, I didn't, I don't need you to plunk the thing out. I will learn it myself. I will show up and I was prepared and able. And so we were able to just do the, we rehearsed for 15, 20 minutes, but then we could sit and talk about the young and the restless, or we could sit and talk about days of our lives mm -hmm. because we connected as like human beings. The work got done mm -hmm. and, because he wrote so well and I was prepared. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think the audition process was like, oh, we actually get along? Like, let's talk about that and let's build from there. I'll have more with the six thoughts of a strange loop right after the break. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now, here's more with the thoughts of a strange loop. James, that actually leads me to my next question, which is, do you, do any of you, do all of you have a sense of the ways in which, because this piece has, you know, grown over the mm. years, um, do you have a sense of the ways in which your individuality as performers and as humans has sort of informed the way the thoughts have developed and the way they work and the I way- I think, uh, yes, but it's, it, we're, we're in so much of this piece, I think. In so many ways, we've had we've mm. done workshops where we just sat around and talked about our feelings yeah. or talked about what was going on yeah. versus mm. sitting there reading the script or singing the songs um, down to what some of us are even wearing. Like, like I'm dressed the way I'm dressed because that's how James dressed. Yeah. Like, oh, we don't know what to put James in as a costume. Do you see what he's wearing? Just put him in something yeah. like that. 
like where so much of who we are is really in the the foundation of this piece in such a cool way and also i mean like michael knows my um singing voice better than i even know it i Mm -hmm. literally in this show sing the lowest note in my range that's possible and the highest note in my range that's possible mm-hmm. <laughs> so shady though but and he but also he can sing them himself michael the, if, if one of us thing. couldn't do it one michael jackson it's, could sing all of our parts it's true it's true and it's very clear because he came for me in this last score. That's true. Wrote for us, but then nobody could sing it. That's true. Place, so then we had to do it. That's actually true. Gordon, what I what I would offer to that are three things. The first thing is this isn't me just talking, but I've never really been. No, I don't think I've ever been in a room full of um, actors who are. Um, also directors themselves. It's refreshing. If there was a course of dramaturg, they should um, come to a rehearsal of A Strange Loop. Uh, even this last iteration, watching Auntie, who is James Jackson Jr., I call him Auntie. Um, watching Auntie make a scene that honestly didn't work since playwrights work, and it actually worked because he spoke up. And the second thing I wanted to bring up is that Michael welcomes it and how blessed we are mm-hmm. to now have six years together or 19, 20, 21, 22, four. And he literally welcomes us and knows that we will self-direct. I mean, not self-direct, but bring things to the table and he will enhance and, and use it. And, and he welcomes that language in the room so that, yeah, our DNA is in this and intertwined mm-hmm. and he respects us and trusts us and it's refreshing. And the third thing I forgot. Yeah. And I mean, he, Sorry, <laughs> you forgot, you forgot. The room is very is very open to conversation. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're at the end of the day they're going to tell the story that they want to tell, um, but they are open to conversations around us around the things that speak to you mm-hmm. in the room, which is helpful. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, they are going to tell the one that the story that they intend mm-hmm. to tell. I will I will also say that like it doesn't yes our DNA is in it, but for me it never really. It wasn't a conscious thing. It never really felt like, well, this shit's based on right, me. Right, right, right. Like, you know, but when I think about it, you know, people ask us all the time. And 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 I think I reminded myself that when I look at, like, certain things, I forget because it's such a free room and we all know each other and how to work with each other. There were so many things that I'm like, oh, that's in there because I did do that in rehearsal one day. And then Michael's just like, it's right. Right. Like, you know, like for some reason, I I remember like my line saying coon. I remember being like, no, that was that's that was written. And then Michael goes, no, no, you just said it one day. And I was just like, oh, snap. Yeah. 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 So there so there's so many things. I mean, we're not coming in with pages of being like, my idea. But we'll just like, you know, <laughs> try something and next you know it's next you know it's in. If you say and, it long enough, I the think script the thing that further enhances yep. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and I think the thing that further No, well what well, would you say, Julian? We wanna know when you're like, Oh yeah. Oh, okay. That was that's Jason. Right. Yeah. That's a that's a Jason. That is a Jason lot. And I think it's further enhanced now that we have um a beautiful uh qua uh, what is it, a quartet of of covers, it's enhancing it now because now that they're teaching the show to other people, I always looked at um, 
we all have our features and those are our characters, but it's really, now that they're putting it onto other people, it enhances even more how much we are our mm -hmm. thought. Thought mm -hmm. six is Antoine. Mm -hmm. Thought one is El Morgan and not in such a copywritten way, but the essence that that's truly what it is. Yeah, there's a, there's like and a that's spirit, a hard thing for a spirit a, connection. That's a mm -hmm. hard thing for a lot of so actors to, to go into. So I like what mm -hmm. our understudies are doing is utterly amazing. It's absolutely amazing because actors don't get asked often to do, to be so much of themselves or to expose so much mm -hmm. of themselves. They want, especially in an understudy situation, mm -hmm. they're just like fill in the hole, just do what the other person does. And to be asked to bring parts of yourself to the table is so special and difficult. <laughs> I will say that. Yeah. yeah, because it would read false if they right, tried to be right. us. I, I will say it's, it's also really... that I think we all met Michael's writing because Michael's writing was so honest. And I remember mm -hmm. um, in like one of the the book workshops when, you know, we're looking at these scenes and we spent like a whole week just looking at the book. That's oh, And we talked about our feelings. And, and it just felt like, oh, this doesn't feel like acting. This feels very much like he has um, taken um, an experience um, that many of us have had and has written it very honestly. And um, mm -hmm. so we were also able to bring our full selves to it because there was nothing false about the writing. You know, there's so many times when, like, you get things and you're like, well, I'm going to make this work. And there was really, you know, I, very few times, if any, where you walked into anything and you're like, well, I got to make this work because it, it, it rang false or it wasn't truthful in mm -hmm. some way. And, 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 and that, I will say, is... Um, how I was able to like bring myself to it because like the writing was honest and I was like, oh, I know, I know what this feels like. I, I know what it's like to have a overbearing mom. I know like, I mean, like all of it was like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. This is honest. Mm -hmm. This is the truth. Very much so. <laughs> and what has it been like between Playwrights Horizons and then you had to run a uh, Woolly Mammoth uh, sort of pre-Broadway, you got a new... Uh, yeah, performer who, um, you know, is an is I, we were talking about, uh, you know, new people joining the cast. What what was it like to have a new person suddenly to center around? And how does what how does what Jaquel is Jaquel is doing differently? Um, He's such a little sweet beautiful. face. He's such Positive a little thing. sweet face. And so from the moment oh, like, he walked into the door, the moment he walked into the door, I. I wanted to take care of him, right? Yeah. Like he, from, the, I, from the first yeah. moment he walked in, I was like, oh my God, he's a little sweet, like a little sweet baby. Like yeah. when Amber Ruffin was calling him like the sweet baby on her show, I was like, sweet that's, baby how, that's, that's <laughs> how, I, you know, for me, that's how I felt. And um, it from the only, minute he was there. It only enhanced mm. how difficult and horrible this journey was that he was going on and like you know i remember at one point in time i was like you're so sweet honey i'm about to fuck you up on this stage i'm like let's go <laughs> you know <laughs> like, um 
but like you know, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm like, welcome to the stream. You're so sweet, and you're the sweetest thing. I'm about to like fuck up your life. Okay, let's do the scene. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> but he was really just wonderful and open-hearted, and just a yeah. joy and a pleasure to work with. Really, he's a, he's a rare. One of my favorite, I was going to say one of my favorite moments with Jaquel was we were walking home together um, and his housing was like in the 50s. Um, so we had to walk through Times Square. Jam, you were there. And, you know, anybody who's lived in New York long enough, like Times Square, 8th Avenue between like 34 is and hell. 54 is hell. Nobody wants that. And so we get to the heart of hell. <laughs> And Jaquel is like, wow, I never get sick of my walk home. These lights are so beautiful. And I was like, no, I must be lying. I was like, there's no way, there's no way. But his joy was so honest. And I was like, this sweet little cherub enjoying Times Square. Like, there's people shooting up. Uh, wasn't like, there like a street fair? I think there was a like, street fair or something like that. Oh, that's <laughs> a street fair. I'm like, get me out of here. And Jaquel is like, the so lights cute. of Broadway. <laughs> That's so cute because that's not like that now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It didn't take long. It didn't take long. <laughs> yeah. It didn't take long. You know, one of the one of the things that I remember noticing first about Jaquel was, you know, there's this layer of this like angel baby face that we love so much. Um, but immediately I also saw this person who Ooh. knows what they're yeah. knows what they're yeah. giving and knows that they're a ferocious talent that they have mm-hmm. something to offer it, it, in, a, in a way that is similar to usher but also not right. similar to usher jaquel is this angel baby-faced young man who also knows that mm-hmm. he's the shit and because of that it has allowed him to sustain and be on this journey yeah. in a fantastic way because you know I, I feel like that part of him, which is so not Usher, allows him to go into that journey eight shows a week and I be think, okay. I think, you know, I don't know if. It... So I so 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 I knew that he was going to be okay. I knew he was, I knew he was going to be okay because I was just like he he like he's grateful to be here, but also understands I think why. He also, he is here. I, I, and he's not afraid to ask right. questions. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, go, I mean, go on, to, to Jason's point, it, it it never came off as like arrogance about like being the shit. What I was impressed was like this, like twenty-three-year-old knows how to set boundaries in a way that other people I have mm. never like. When I was twenty-three years old, and someone said, "Do this," I'd go, "Oh yeah, sure," and like they would go, Can't, and he would like, "I'm I'm gonna have to think about that and think about if I'm ready to do that or how I want to do that." Right. And like he watching he very him do that is so much beautiful. Advocated for himself in the most delicious and wonderful way, and I was like, "Oh, the babies are going to be all right. They know how to set boundaries." In like, mm-hmm. I had to go through hell to learn how to do that, and he stepped into this room and was like, "Yeah, I did. I yes didn't know how to, to say this, no. no to that." Mm-hmm. You know, he was mm-hmm. very good about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think that makes. I keep saying he's been a gift to the piece because he's asking, he came into the show and started asking questions of Michael and of the team that they had not had before because he's able to stand outside of this and Mm -hmm. actually look in at, well, if this, then that makes Usher this. If this, then that makes Usher this. 
what exactly is the usher that we're trying to create mm-hmm. in this yeah. piece? Um, and it was really lovely watching him challenge them and like make them have to think because they've gotten so used to they've gotten so used to sort of the same uh, the same sort of uh, lens on mm-hmm. the role over the years that they hadn't had an opportunity to have someone who is genuinely 23, 24 years old <laughs> today asking these questions. And I think it, I think the piece only yeah. grew as a result of that. Yeah. And I think he also came into a group that also was enhanced by the fact that he came into a group that also knows how to advocate for mm-hmm. themselves individually. So I think that probably, I would imagine that made him feel even more comfortable that he could do that, that he was amongst company. And I think we all made it very clear to him. They're like, well, yo, whatever you need, yeah. let us know. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's big, uh, he's a great collaborator in a way that like, He's just—he's he's—he just graduated, so he's so wonderfully, beautifully trained, you know. But he is so to have like the actual like really, and he, he holds right. Like to watch that happen is like he's not jaded by anything. I absolutely like I learn from him, and I'm twice his age, <laughs> and and it's a pleasure every single day. It's an absolute pleasure. Mm-hmm. And so you're all in the middle of this Tony hype um, and Tony Knight will be here, you know, before you know it. What do you all think about what's next for each of you? You know, you're all in the show for the foreseeable future. But how do you all think about what's coming up next for you? Everything. What do you like to do? I want to do. Um, I? I, I have a specific thing. Yeah. Um, I oh. Was, I had a. Yeah. Tell me, John Andrew. I huh? had to choose between either this or um, an ensemble track in, in the upcoming <laughs> um, production. And um and so when this came to Broadway, um the notebook they got postponed due to COVID and they were going to like go in September. And I remember I called my agent and I was like, Um, do you think maybe I can still do the notebook in September? And he went, Um, I think your life is gonna be very different, um, in September and I was like well, I don't know that. I mean, it's a job, and you know, the, I, I, right. <laughs> it's, it's like, he's like, I, I think you're not gonna have to worry about that one. Probably <laughs> say no. So honestly, I don't know what the next thing is going to be, but I think it's going to be exciting. You know. Yeah, I don't like oysters, but I think the world is ours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there are definitely people who are yeah. fancy who are talking to us in a way that. And looking at us, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, you all never talked to me that way before in my life. Yeah, people <laughs> look at you name. funny. Mm-hmm. It's it's truly, yeah. yeah. It's truly to exciting to, to know that, like, you know, with all of our investment that we all, in the six of us, have put into this, this um, piece, it's very exciting to see um, the well-earned and deserved momentum and options that come for my five colleagues. I, I love seeing the world figure out or finally come to the fact that there are these stars before them. And so I think that part of the benefit of us being on this Broadway stage now is that we kind of get some kickback <laughs> on our investment. And if that means opportunities upon opportunities upon opportunities for these five people in front of me, that's exactly what they deserve and they should get and, and, and more. And you. Oh, I, well, I, yes, yes. <laughs> I, that, that's assumed. I want everything. But that being said, I think the cool thing will be watching 
the tributaries and branches of our careers be able to expand more because of this thing that we invested in mm-hmm. and kept saying yes to, as opposed to getting cast <laughs> right. in. And there, and there have been, I'm sure that there have been plenty of seeds planted sort of throughout the process of all of this that mm. I think what's happening to the show is only going to help mm-hmm. make those yes. seeds blossom even more. Forward. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there are things mm-hmm. on the burner. <laughs> yeah. For all of you, I imagine. Yeah. Exciting things on the uh, burner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you each most looking forward to on Tony Night? I'm going to go around the room. Antoine, you're, you're first up on, on um, my screen. To performing. Are we able to? See? Mm-hmm. Yes. To performing. That's going to be fun. That's always going to be fun. I will say that I've always been saying since playwrights, when we do our little rehearsals, I always throw in, and we'll be right back after these messages, like after we do felching and coming, those lyrics. I can see them going straight to a commercial. Um, so I look forward to that. And I just am very excited. I know for a fact that Brown and queer people in general, everyone's going to be looking at this performance as iconic as um, a Jennifer Holiday, and I'm very proud to be a part of it, and I'm very proud to share that everyone up on that stage um, walks the walk and talks the talk, and integrity <laughs> is, at, is at the forefront, and that is a good thing to know, that we, mm-hmm. are, we are nothing but love, and we are honest, and we're, we're about the craft, so I'm excited to share that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to just be in that room of all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's weird. You know, someone, I think I was talking to Jen Schriever, our lighting designer recently, since the nomination things. And we were both saying like, I used to look at the Tonys as something that was for them. Like it was these people that I put somewhere, Mm -hmm. whether it's a pedestal or wherever, but I put them, it was definitely a them that had nothing to do with me at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and that the them is now including us <laughs> um, feels really cool. It really does. So I'm just excited to be, I'm not putting anyone on any sort of pedestal. I don't, I'm not even putting myself on a pedestal. I just want to be in a space that I have like held so high for so long. I want to be amongst that energy. Um, and then I want to shine it back on like, anyone else who's put us somewhere up like that. I just want to like, I want to let people know like the air is okay up here (laughs) and there's space for y'all. So come too. does that make sense? Yeah. I just want to go and feel that energy. So I'm going to be in the room. Yeah. Yeah. John Andrew, do you Um, have anything to add? You know, I'll be okay if I win. I'll be okay if I don't. And it's okay to want it. Mm-hmm. And um, and um, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I I hope to just go and be as present as I can be, and remember to eat. It's a long night. So far in this, you know, Elmerton and I did this Tony nominee press junket thing, and like we hit the ground running, and I thought, oh. There is no time to eat anything. <laughs> We're running, 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 running all day. And it was like two o'clock and I was like, I am starving. Um, so um, I hope I remember to eat. Um, mm-hmm. And um, 
and just to enjoy the day. And, um, you know, it's okay. I'll be okay no matter what. And You're already okay. It'll, it'll be great. If I, if I get it, it'll be great if I don't, and it's okay if I want it. Yeah. Uh, John Michael, what about you? Um, <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> for the party <laughs> in a lot of ways. I feel like I feel like we've been on a treadmill with this show at least since like October of last year. I mean, I could explain how it's been a treadmill since playwrights, mm -hmm. but we all had a pandemic and we're still in it. And then we when we went to DC, we were like, okay, hopefully this means we mm -hmm. get to go to Broadway. Hopefully that's what this means. And there was Omicron and we were like doing the show against all odds, just trying to make it through. Then we made it through, we're putting it up on its feet. And then, like, a bunch of people get COVID, but we open anyway. We're doing previews. And then it's like, we make it right. to opening, but you can't have a party because COVID is still happening. So we're like, and then they're like, great, it's well-received. So now we have to do a bunch of press stuff. So it's like, we're still on the treadmill, and it's all very exhilarating and exciting. And to me, at least for now, in my mind, it feels like the night of the Tonys means that, mm -hmm. like, we get a legitimate moment to stop and, be celebrated. and celebrate the sprint that we yes. just did the marathon that we just did and we all get to be together and toast to like how far we've come because we haven't really been able at all to truly celebrate with many victories there was a pulitzer in a pandemic mm -hmm. yeah we've, <laughs> right like we've we need never to come together. gotten to celebrate a thing like so, it, and, 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 and which is not true, but that's so that's just how it feels. So yeah, I'm with party. you. I want to I want to be in very uncomfortable shoes yeah. in your presence. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason, what about you? Um, John Andrew Morrison and Elle Morgan mm -hmm. Lee winning the mm -hmm. Tony. That's right. <laughs> I look forward to we'll that. Um, and Elle Morgan, yeah. what about you? I am, well, I mean, in so many ways, I feel like, honestly, I've already won everything that that means mm -hmm. the most to me at this point with this project and with this, this whole ride. Um, because even getting a nomination was, like, crazy. And I'm still <laughs> in slight disbelief. I'm slowly coming out of that disbelief as... <laughs> but but I but I, I was trapped in that for a bit. I think the biggest thing that I'm excited about is a the dress um, that that is a subject that is ongoing and that I'm mm -hmm. finding a little bit more about every day. I'm very excited. Um, um, number two, the biggest thing is I, I'm with you, Lyles. The like the moment that like all of us actually get to like sit in front of each other and look at each other's faces and go. Yeah. We did this. Like this, this is ours to celebrate. This is, this is it. Like we reached that sort of top of the hill mm -hmm. that we didn't know was going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, congratulations to all of you uh, on the show's success, and uh, I can't wait to see you all on the stage at the Tonys. Um, thanks Thank so much you. for joining me, all of you. Really Thank you for having thanks, us. That was Antoine Hopper, James Jackson Jr., L. Morgan Lee, John Michael Lyles, John Andrew Morrison, and Jason Vesey, now appearing on Broadway in A Strange Loop. 
Morrison, Lee, and the rest of the show were nominated in a total of 11 categories at the Tony Awards on June 12th. If you like what you're hearing on this and other episodes of Stagecraft, I'd really appreciate it if you took the time to rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us grow our audience of folks who love theater as much as you and I do. Or tell a friend about Stagecraft, or give us a shout out on social media. Find past episodes and subscribe on all the pod places, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on the Broadway Podcast Network, which is a great place to find more theater for your ears. Until next time, find me on Twitter at GCoxVariety. Thanks for listening, and see you at the theater. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.